minus 10 seconds. Welcome to the Journey to Launch podcast with your host, Jamila Souffrant. As a money expert who walks her talk, she helps brave journeyers like you get out of debt, save, invest, and build real wealth. Join her on the journey to launch to financial freedom in, in five, four, three, two, one. Hey everyone, welcome, welcome. I decided to do my first intro episode to let you guys know who I am, what I'm all about, where I'm from, and why I decided to start not only journeytolaunch.com, but the podcast form. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself and how I grew up and came to be who I am a master saver, as I like to call, and money expert. (laughs) So just a little bit about where I grew up. So I am from the beautiful island of Jamaica. I was born there. I came to the United States when I was two years old and came directly to Brooklyn. And so I am basically one of the first people in my family to live here um, from early on. So my mom immigrated here. My grandmother immigrated here. And in fact, my mom had to, she had to actually send me, send me, she had to leave me in Jamaica when she, at like about, I think a year old. And she had to leave me for about a year to come to the States to try and find, um, you know, where to live and suitable, suitable arrangements to bring me over. And so I was in Jamaica with my grandmother for about a year And it was about at two years old, I came over here. So I say all that to say, when I came here, you know, we didn't have much. And that's part of the reason why I became so, so into finances, even at a young age, because I realized really early on that you really, really needed to have your finances in order and that money was the key to opportunities. And I, and I saw that. And so I saw my grandmother and my mom really work hard uh, to try to make their way in this world in, in the States. And like my mom worked minimum wage jobs until she got her degree. Um, she worked two, three jobs at a time. My grandmother, as most immigrant women who come over here, like she started to babysit. She became a nanny because that's really the only job she could do. And so they weren't really making a lot of money, but they made the best of what they had. And they, well, my mom in particular, my mom raised me as a single mom, mostly with a lot of love. So we didn't have much, but we had a lot of love. And it's because of that, that I always just said, again, I really want to, you know, make money when I grow up, I need to find a way to be financially secure. So even at a really young age, um, I got my first job at 14 years old. And I started just saving money. I wasn't a big spender. Now I did spend money on certain things, but I always just knew, okay, I'm just going to save. And so from I had my first job at 14. And I've been working ever since. And it's funny, because like, in the Caribbean culture, it's a joke that, you know, we always have like multiple jobs and we work a lot. <laughs> so, um, so that's it. I was working since the age of 14 and went, actually, when I went to college, I had a paying internship through the inroads company or the inroads program, which is great. It provides paid internships to minorities uh, in 
Fortune 500 companies. And so I got my first internship and I started to work and I started to make some money. And I was in college and I started to save like 90% of that money. And I didn't really know why I was saving it. I just wanted to save. And it was because of my saving habits that when I graduated from college, I was able to basically buy my first condo, my first condo in Dumbo, Brooklyn. Uh, and I'll have another, not, I have a blog post about it, but I'll also talk about it in another episode, that whole story about how I went about that. But saving, the power of saving, the power of uh, being aware of my money really helped me jump on this opportunity at 22 years old. So I was pretty young. And it was really that that showed me how if you really handled money right, if you understood it, what it could do for you. And so I ended up buying my first property at 22. And along the way, so now I'm 34. And so at 22, I graduated. I started to work full time. And even when I graduated, I said to myself, you know what? I am not going to work for anyone else after the age of 30. I just always had this in my head that I wanted to be just someone who worked for myself, who didn't have to answer to anyone. I would just create my own way in the world. And I just wanted to have a lot of money. So even if you asked me as a child what I wanted to do, I didn't know. I just said, I just want to be rich. <laughs> I had no idea how I was going to be rich. And my little rebellious spirit really... I just, I never feel, felt like, you know how people can say, oh yeah, I have a boss. Like I hate saying the word boss. I just, it gives me hives. Like I hate saying boss. Like someone is the boss of me. What? So with that attitude at the age of 22 graduating, I said to myself, you know what? I am not going to work for anyone else after 30. Now, what did that mean? That meant I had to figure out how to start something. I had to figure out how to start a business because at that age, I really didn't understand or know the real, real power of, um, like finances. I thought the only way I could become rich is by starting my own company. So I started uh, my own magazine with one of my best friends. So we had an online magazine and we really tried our best, but it didn't really go anywhere. So after about a few years, we said to ourselves, well, this is not working. And we kind of, we stopped that. The magazine was called Empress Magazine. Um, and we did love it, but it just wasn't, it, it wasn't, our passion after a while it became more like a chore and so what I found myself feeling and doing is that in my mid-20s I started to make more money in my job and I got comfortable and I kind of just looked around and said hey but you know I looked at all my co-workers who were just working and they just seemed to just accept life the way it was and I started to accept life the way it was I said to myself hey Maybe you will have to work for the rest of your life in a job that you don't love because you know you need to pay bills. And I kind of was, I kind of, I'd say I was like sleepwalking through life and my money because I wasn't that intentional anymore about my money because I just figured, hey, you know what? Everyone has to spend money. Everyone has mortgages. Everyone has debt. I'll just, you know, live life like everyone else. And what prompted the journey to launch. <laughs> so what prompted me to want more and to want to really follow through with my dreams was I got married and I got pregnant. And so to back up a little bit, I my commute is about two uh, one and a half to two hours one way driving. It's pretty insane. But I've been doing it for a really long time, so I'm pretty used to it. 
and you know, I do like where I work. I like the people I work with. You know, my job is not horrible. It it's provided me with a lot. So my commute is just part of that. And so when I was single without kids and I had that commute, it wasn't a big deal to me. You know, I would get on the road and I would get home when I got home and I didn't really care. But I was, I believe I was 31 when I was pregnant with my first son and it took me like four hours to get home one day. And granted, it wasn't, that's not what typically happens, but it took four hours and I was pregnant and I was just so upset. I, when I got home, I had a breakdown and I started crying um, to my husband at the time. Well, my husband. And I said, you know, I just can't do this. Like if I, with my, with this baby coming, like I don't want to be up. I want to be able to control my own time. Like I don't want to drive, be in a car for hours. And really, it, it wasn't even about the commute because even if I went to a job that was closer, it's just, I just did not want to be in office, not fulfilling and living my truth. And not being completely happy. So that was, that's what really like set me off on the journey because I just, after have, after being pregnant, after realizing that I wanted more for myself, I said to myself, like, you know, you have to figure something out. And so I started to listen to podcasts on my commute and it made my commute so much better because I started to learn and be exposed to so many different things and people and topics. And so some of the podcasts I started listening to were financial podcasts. One of them was Radical Personal Finance with Joshua Sheets. And the other one was um, The Mad Scientist. And so it, so I started to listen to these podcasts and I started to hear people, uh, guests come on saying that they retired early and they became financially independent. And I, at that time, I didn't really understand what that meant because in my head, I thought the only way you can like not work or quit your job is to become some sort of be born into money or to create some sort of big company like a Google or whatever and be able to retire that way. I didn't really understand that there was a way that you could save, invest, and be intentional about your money to where you could leave the workforce if you wanted to earlier um, than the average age of 59, 65. And so listening to those podcasts really sparked an interest in trying to figure out how I can do that, how I can create a, a life where my family and I had more control. And so I remember coming home and I was so excited and I told my husband, you know, we have, I have to figure out a way, you know, so my husband's a New York city teacher and in my financial plan or my goals, he still works. And that's because he wants to, it's not like I'm telling him he needs to work, but my goal is to retire at 40 years old or less. Right. So that means that if I wanted to, I'd be able to quit my job or any job and not work. And we'd be able to survive off of my husband's income. He's a teacher and our investments. And that would be enough to get us through. And, you know, remember we live, I don't know if I said this, but we live in New York City. It's very expensive. And we have two kids. So we have two little boys, Zach, who's three years old, and Luke, who's one. So not only living in New York, a high cost of living area, but we have two kids. And, you know, and we're not, we're not penny pinchers to say where, you know, we are only eating beans and, uh, I don't know, ramen, right? So it's like we still try to live life decently, but to figure out a way to be able to retire or make a plan was going to be, it wasn't going to be easy because we had to, um, 
really think about how that could work. And so I came home and I told him about my idea and, you know, he was looking at me like, uh, okay, like <laughs> you're not going to work. Like, how does that work? Right. So anyway, I did figure out a plan. I figured out a plan where this is, if we invested and saved this much on an annual basis and we accomplish these things, we'd be able to become financially independent or at least have enough money in our investments to sustain us. And that's what I did. So I created a plan. I came home, I showed it to him and we had numerous ongoing conversations to get him on board because he had to feel comfortable about this. Right. And so that's basically why I really, really wanted to quit my job and retire and make a better way for myself. It was really my kids and wanting to find that time and have control over my life. And so that's kind of just a little backstory of me and what I'm about. But I also wanted to talk about why I started Journey to Launch because I could have just, you know, did my thing on my own without any uh, a blog or anything to talk about that. I could have just did it and went on my merry way. But I started journeytolaunch.com because I figured, hey, I'm on a journey to launch through financial freedom and I want to be accountable for that. And so I figured if I put this out to the world, the two people that were reading my blog at the time, <laughs> I'd be able to be accountable to my goals. And so that's what I did. I So I started the blog and a crazy thing happened. I started to share my story and people started to connect with it. They were inspired and wanted to learn more and they wanted to know how I was doing it. And so it morphed, Journey to Launch morphed from being just a platform where I discussed like my journey to a platform where I wanted to help other people reach their financial goals. I wanted to be that resource. I wanted to provide tips and tools. I wanted to be the catalyst for someone who wanted to change their own life. So just the same way that I started to listen to podcasts and I got inspired, I wanted to be an inspiration for someone. I wanted to wake you out of the fog if you're in one and say, and have you say to yourself, maybe there's another way to live life. And maybe it's through optimizing my finances, right? And so that's why I started the blog. And what I realized is as I started to get more readership, you know, I said to myself, well, I love podcasts. I listen to hundreds of hours of podcasts because I'm in my car all the time. What about if I, you know, ask my audience what, how they best learn and retain information? Because the blog is good and I love it. And I, and actually don't, you know, I write, I try to write once a week, but it's not easy for me to actually write. It takes me forever. Sometimes I'm sitting there like, am I the only person like that it takes like a week to write an article. I just don't understand. <laughs> so I asked my audience, like, how do you best retain information? How do you learn? And a lot of you guys said, you know, you like video and you like audio, you like podcast. And so I really thought, you know, maybe adding a audio version, a podcast element to my brand would really help get the message out there more. And basically that's why I decided to start the podcast. So I'm so, so excited that you are here with me on this journey. This is the first episode, so please bear with me. I have to be honest, this is like my fifth time <laughs> recording this intro because I don't even want to tell you like how many times I started to record and realized that it wasn't recording. Last night I recorded the entire thing. It was about 30 minutes long and it wasn't working. Like when I went back to replay it, there was no audio. So, <sighs> 
I, I, that to, that's just to say that there have been some roadblocks some hiccups, but I am determined to make this work. And I am so glad you're on this journey with me. So what can you expect from the podcast? So I want the podcast to be the extension of the blog, but better. Uh, so you'll have, I'll be having a few formats. One will be single episodes where I'll just be talking about my experiences and sharing and teaching tips and tools about how you can improve your finances. The other type of episode will be expert interviews. So I'll bring on expert guests in different fields to help guide you, teach you about things that I'm not, you know, uh, I don't understand or I don't know that we can both learn together from this expert guest. And then the other type of episode I want to do is just real life conversations with journeyers just like you. I want to speak to people in the journey who are on their way to financial freedom, who want to improve their finances. I want to have those real conversations because, you know, as much as we talk about all the things we want to buy and have with money, there's still some taboo around like money, but people are still afraid to really talk about it and share the real situations of where they are. And I feel like if we were more forthcoming and open with each other, we would be able to help each other out and learn from each other's mistakes and and wins. And so that's what I want to do. So right now I'm thinking it'll be three types of episodes. Now it's the beginning. This is my first episode. That all might change, but that's how we're going to start. And I really, really can't wait to for you guys to see my journey, to, to for you to see how I get better at this, you know. And so again, thank you so much for joining me. So before I go, I just want to say, please, please, please subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. I'll be able to grow uh, and get feedback from the more people that listen. So if you're listening to this, you know, I have show notes up. I'll have um, a place where you can comment, you know, give me your feedback. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me your struggles with your finances and I'll make sure that I create episodes around that. And, you know, I really focus on your feedback. And so where can you find me? If you want to connect, you go to journey to launch.com. That's the blog right now, but eventually it would morph into more of a platform that hosts the podcast. And so you'll see podcast episodes there. But for now, go to journey to launch.com. Also, I'm on all social media as Journey to Launch. So that's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can hit me up there. And I have a private Facebook group. So I'd love, love, love for you to join the private Facebook group, which is called Journey to Launch. You can request access. It's in the show notes. And there we can further delve into the episode topics and get to know each other a little bit better. Um, I have some I have a, a few brave journeyers already in the group. We're having fun. We're helping each other out. And I can't wait for you to join. So once again, please, please subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend and join the Facebook group. And make sure you join the newsletter. Because newsletter, my weekly newsletter that I send out, usually has all the updates that you need to know of what's going on with Journey to Launch so you don't miss a thing. Because sometimes, you know, I might share something on Facebook or I might share something on Twitter and it's not across all platforms. But um, in my newsletter, you'll be able to really see what's happening with Journey to Launch and connect with me. If you have any questions, you can always email me at jamila, 
That's J-A-M-I-L-A at journeytolaunch.com. I always answer my emails. I'm very responsive and I can't wait to hear from you guys. I just want to say thank you again for joining me on the journey and I can't wait, can't wait to get to know each other better.